Hey, greetings, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown, weekly sports talk and real estate podcast amongst friends. I'm Sean Carpenter, Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser, co-pilot in St. Pete, Florida. Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, and Anthony Malafronte across the bay in Tampa. What's up, boys? I understand the Florida weather was perfect again. Bill, how are you? Uh, I am perfect because of that perfect weather. Man, what a, what a, what a weekend that just went by. Uh, highs in the mid-80s. A eh, little sticky, but nothing like the middle of summer. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous weather. Um, Cindy and I spent some time out at the beach. It was great. So I had, had a great time and uh, obviously played some golf. It was round two of our two-day tournament, two-man tournament. But my partner called in sick with a bad back. So I guess he turned into a fifth wheel and didn't have anything to play for. But, but, but to watch everybody else, you know, try to, try to win money. So uh, I will th- I'll give you this one piece of information, Sean. <clears throat> you know Skins games well. There yep. were uh, there was three hundred five dollars in the skins pot, and there was one skin. Whoa! Oof. Number nine. Yep. <clears throat> Number nine. Eagle or birdie? Uh, that'll be a birdie, and he won three hundred five dollars. So. Wow! Love it. And I I had a great birdie on a tuffle. Sean, do you remember number sixteen? This is just a free. Of course he does. Yes. So what is sixteen? Par four, par four. Par four after the par three. Uh, there's a is it the one with the tree or seventeen the one with the tree. 17's got the tree, but yeah. but this has so, got yeah. 16 looks like what? Water on the right. Yep. What's on the right? Water on the right. Well, out of bounds, like out of yeah, bounds. out of the junk. Yep. Yeah, I birdied that. Had a nice little six iron in there and made a I don't know 10, 15 footer and one bastard cut it. The guy who runs the whole thing cut me. Oh. Cost me 150 bucks just like that. That's golf. Wow. Ooh. Anyways, uh, had, had a lot of fun and it was Cindy's birthday weekend. So we rolled a lot of that stuff in there. We had a great time. So yeah. Good. You got to sit on a, sit on the beach and, and have a toast to Todd diagonal across the, across the Gulf. Yeah, we did. That was great. Are you, you're home now, nice. Todd, you're back from the beach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I can attest to Bill's, um, description of lovely Florida weather. Uh, dude, we, uh, lucky enough to uh, sneak down there for a very long weekend. Um, and it was, couldn't ask for better weather. It was awesome. So you're on St. George Island. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Uh, just South of uh, Tallahassee, Apalachicola. Um, yeah. Lucky enough. Jenny's parents uh, rented a house for a month for the month of, yep, that's it. Uh, for the month of February. And, and they said, pick a weekend. Right. <laughs> so we're like, Okay, that sounds very, very right. And um, apparently the weather has not been great there. So we, we, uh, we got super lucky. Um, and I know it's not necessarily a sport, at least not the way I do it, but did a lot of fishing off the beach. Um, didn't catch uh, much, but boy, there's something uh, just cool about doing it, right? Um, we talk about, uh, yeah, I just love the ocean, love everything about it. I, I, I can go on, but I'll just be rambling. So great weekend. Uh, didn't see too much sports on the television, but followed it uh, on my phone and uh, the best I could. So yep. uh, looking forward to, to catching up and chatting with you boys for sure. Good. Anthony, how about you, bud? I understand you played a couple rounds of golf. Yes, Sean, we played uh, twice. <laughs> Once at Old Memorial uh, in, uh, uh, in right here in beautiful Tampa on Saturday uh, with a bunch of the boys from our Thursday night league. And I made an eagle on 
par five, number 12. Boom. Three perfect shots. Now, was it a fluke eagle, Crispy Anthony? Driver. Did you chip in from 120? Was it a fluke eagle? I did not. Oh, wow. Do tell. I did not. I, I played it. I played the left fairway, which is kind of like hitting up the ass of an elephant. It's kind of narrow. And if you hit it too far to the left, it goes deep down into a big ravine. There's bunkers all over the place. But I hit it down the left fairway and had 194 yards to the pin, hit a four hybrid up onto the green, and it just kept curving a little right to left, hit the green, and then rolled to 20 feet. And my caddy, Evan, and that's Sean, as we were talking in the green room, golf should be played with caddies. <laughs> this, this guy could read a green. He told me exactly where to hit it and how hard to hit it. And I hit his spot. And it was so weird because as soon as I hit it, I knew it was in. You were walking it? Unless it was going to get knocked offline by something. And it went straight in the middle of the hole. So I hit literally three almost perfect shots to make eagle. That's awesome. I won a few shekels uh, from the boys on Saturday. Then we got to play again on Sunday uh, in the tournament. Did not play very well. Uh, I played okay, but I had a bunch of bad holes. And uh, the rest of the weekend was filled with uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday afternoon trying to find people homes in this low inventory market. So it's mm. gotten uh, a lot Good. more work to get people into houses than what it used to be. Yeah, for sure. Well, that I showed houses up here on Saturday uh, to a first-time couple. Uh, one of those kind of relaxing, um, showed eight houses, but their first time out referred from one of my favorite agents in uh, Cincinnati, uh, her niece. And um, we had no intentions of writing any offers. It was just kind of a fact finding mission to start teaching them how to show, how to look at houses and what we're looking for and what, what what's going to sell. We looked at foreign Hilliard and foreign Dublin uh, and a couple that were just absolute rat traps, but they all went into mm. contract. So, and a couple of really nice ones that went into contract with multiple offers. Um, nothing like we heard on our lost lyrics bill. One of our friends on lost lyrics, Listed the house at six ninety nine. It went into contract at nine forty nine. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars higher, cash with no home inspections and no obviously no appraisals. Um, so it's 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 challenging, but it was fun. And then I we we stopped for we had lunch and beers afterwards and and kind of I, I picked their brains a little bit. And they were so excited. Um, and then Sunday I had a um, a listing presentation that. Uh, it's going to go well, just a small little starter condo, but it'll be a, a nice, nice sale. So that was fun. Um, so guys, let's jump into sports. Uh, normally we start with tournaments, but this time we're going to start with an accident. Uh, Tiger Woods. Mm. Uh, seems like a long time ago, but it happened the morning after our last podcast. Um, and obviously it's, you know, kind of the biggest news in sports um, with no other events kind of in a tournament uh, situation. Uh, we'll segue from this into the great world golf championship this weekend, but just your thoughts on Bill, I'll start with you, just kind of the, the news and the, you know, the, the weird part about when something like this happens is you're, you're reading bits and pieces and you're kind of not sure what's what. Yeah. That's the, that's the world we live in now for the last maybe decade, two decades, I'd say, but yeah, the, it gets, the news gets broken quick and fast and it's on your phone. And then you're just kind of waiting for the updates. What's what's next? What's next? And and then you got a lot of friends like this group where we're keeping each other in the loop with what I've heard and what you've heard. And it's just part of the game. And uh, and it's it's you know it's it's I guess it's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you wish you would just 
you know, get the report at the end of the day, not know anything until, you know, like the old days, but yeah, you know, I, I, uh, it, it was amazing to hear, um, all the players, all their comments, you know, how, how much he meant to some of those people. Um, Todd keeps calling him tiger 4.0, 6.0, whatever, whichever tiger we're on. And he's turned into a much, uh, kinder, gentler, more humble, you know, uh, mentor for a lot of players. And that's kind of cool to see, right? This is like, I've been a, you know, I've been a fan of his since he was 16. He played that Riviera round, you know? And, uh, so it's, um, you know, it's, it's cool. And, uh, you know, Kevin reached out, you know, we were, he, his first, you know, he, we probably talked 15 minutes on the phone about Tiger, right? Cause we hmm. didn't know how bad it was going to be. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a, a ton of fun. Um, watching the phone, you know, just blow up. But uh, fortunately, I think he's um, in a good place right now, as best as could be expected. I think you know we, we, his his reply back to the people was great. So, um, yeah, yeah. Now the world the world we live in, as I go to Todd, you know, because of his past uh, issues, uh, you know, I, I think you know I think I might have said this in our text thread. No one when he heard about it went to, oh, I bet a deer ran out in front of the car and he just lost control. I mean, everyone kind of had to almost say, gosh, I hope it wasn't something that you think it could have been, right? Uh, pain pills, you know, everybody knows, I think the back, you saw him on the Saturday broadcast on the LA Open looking a little tired. Uh, Todd, you know, what was your, as you were kind of following the story, what was your, um, you know, what was your mindset? Um, you know, I, I, I don't, necessarily remember exactly when I was following uh, the story what my mindset was but uh, I was thinking about this before you guys started talking and you, you bring up a great point um, we always I don't know if it's because of comfort or or um, we like something salacious but we're always looking for blame right um, what happened was he on this was he doing that was he speeding um, you know at the end of the day we need to just take a step back and say gosh, I hope Tiger is okay, right? And I, Rory said, um, I think Rory said it, uh, who cares whether he's in a golf, right? He, he, he's got two kids and a family. Let's just get him well and then worry about golf and, and everything else. Um, so the only thing in my mind, just again, trying to, I guess, learn from it, if there is something to blame, um, then, then you feel for the guy and you hope he gets better or, or gets, you know, gets well. But unfortunately, just part of my French shit happens, right? He got into an accident. <laughs> right. uh, I mean, it happens, right? So um, I'm hoping there's nothing nefarious or, or scandalous. Um, and it appears that all reports are, you know, he seemed fine at the scene of the accident. He lost control, yeah. He lost control of the car. He just, just lost control. Um, so, uh, hey, let's get him Let's get him walking. Let's get him out on the uh, course as an ambassador, maybe uh, captaining some, some Ryder Cups, President's Cups, and, and again, Best case scenario, he'll be swinging the club, uh, competing again. But um, just again, I hate that we're always looking for blame. It's just yeah. it's human human nature, but I hate it. So yeah, I think we're in the day of TMZ, and you know that they're they're not going to go out and just cover a a fender bender, you know. And so and and I was listening on. Um, we always like to talk about is it two hundred six or two hundred eight uh, PGA Tour radio on Sirius, and it was pretty tight nip. I mean, the press conference at five o'clock, which was two o'clock. California time, right? But um, they were doing a good job not speculating. Um, <laughs> they kept saying we could go here, there, everywhere, but this is what we know. And this, you know, until we find out more, um, we're all just worried about him getting better. So, yep. 
Love that the guys on the tour wore red and black, um, or at least some of them to. Yeah, we'll talk about that in, in just a bit. Just, Mal, your yeah. thoughts on the accident? I mean, did, did, did it remind you of anything? Obviously, you know, kind of the – it no, came out better than some of the other people, right? The first, the first flashback I had was Thurman Munson. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember being 19 years old and, uh, and hearing that there was a plane crash. And uh, at the time, they didn't know whether he was – you know, whether he had survived or not. So that was my, my first thought was, was I, I kind of flashed back to that moment. And then, you know, I know we're going to talk about it more later, maybe, but it came full circle for me yesterday. When I heard the, well, when, first of all, when I heard the sheriff say it was an accident, accidents happen, that was good enough for me. I didn't really want to, you know, I, I, he's got kids, you know, he mm -hmm. wants to walk his daughter down the aisle. He wants to watch his son play golf, you know, it, He's got a life outside of golf. He's got a life outside of being this personality, this iconic figure. But yesterday, when everyone from Annika Sorenstam to multiple players on the PGA Tour paid him a simple homage by dressing the way he did, and then Colin Morikawa being asked after he won, just saying the simple words, we don't say thank you enough. So thank you, both for Tiger, his team, and his grandpa, I just, for me, that was, that's all I needed. Um, you know, I hope he gets to do all the things that he wants to do. Um, it was an accident. And, uh, and we talked about it yesterday, Bill, uh, after you left the golf tournament, that car is, that's the best marketing they're going to have in a long time, I would think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and that car saved his life is what some people are saying. And thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll, you know, I'll, thank goodness. Put a little humor in here. A, a buddy of mine who's very dry sense of humor said that uh, Tiger gave more value to Genesis than he ever did to Buick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Buick was on his bag for a long time. I thought he stole as a Buick guy. Yeah, that's right. Just saying. I mean, you know, look, he's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard today, actually, Sean, I heard today that he could not have been going as fast as people think he was because the car would not, he wouldn't have survived if he was going 85 or 90 miles an hour. Just the way that the, the accident took place. So he probably just you know, missed a turn. Uh, yep. God forbid, maybe fell asleep, but he can't remember anything. And I'm yep. not sure if it really even matters. Mm. Right? Listen, I think we've all, whether it's during a sneeze or sun hits our eyes the wrong way. I mean, if you just slightly hit the right-hand curb and you try and readjust, but you just readjust a little too quick, a little too far, go over the median. Um, look, we won't know. And uh, like you said, we're glad he's alive. And, uh, you know, it, it, the first thing I thought back to was, was you know, the, the, obviously the very serious uh, and not fatal Ben Hogan, you know, accident. Mm. And think about the that, difference yeah. in cars there. I mean, he hit a bus head on in a fog in the fog in Texas, West Texas, um, you know, broke all his legs, um, came back to win four majors, I think, after that. Um, I don't think anyone is predicting that for Tiger. Uh, he was younger, so, right? He was in his mid-30s, not mid-40s. Mid-30s, yep. And, um, you, know, uh, you know, certainly uh, different thoughts then. But like I said, well, it'll be a fun story to watch. And like you said, Todd, the, the, the legacy of Tiger will continue. Um, segues us into the into the world golf championships uh at what i just i fell in love with that course that concession um down in bradenton uh i just thought it was it was a 
great test of golf. The weather, I think the way the wind was, uh, the way the course was set up, it was, it was fair, but it was, if you look, except for the top three or four guys, every guy had one bad round. Um, <laughs> and a couple guys had just a couple bad holes, but it was enough with like a triple and a double to kind of shoot them out of the tournament. Colin Morikawa, um, guys, I think we're, we're pretty lucky right now. You look at how good like JT and Jordan Spieth and that young group was. And now you got Morikawa, Hovland, Wolf. Matt Wolf, uh, Scheffler, you got this just great group of young kids and Morikawa so well-spoken, just a, just a good kid, right? Um, becomes the second youngest, the only person other than Tiger to have won a major and a world golf championship under the age of 25, um, mm -hmm. just turned 24. Um, well-spoken, uh, you know, not cocky at all. Just, just a, just a grinder, but he played fantastic. He wins by three, uh, against a, what was a really good field, they say it was the best field on the PGA tour this year, 47 of the top 50 for the first world golf championship. Um, he outlasts Victor Hovland, Brooks Kepka, and Billy Horschel. And then Scheffler was one back at 14. So Bill, your thoughts on, on what you saw at concession and, and the golf played by Colin Morikawa. You know, I'll, I'll um, throw, throw Cameron Smith in that group too, from Australia. Yeah, well, if he, it, he, he would have minus, his, minus his 10, right? Minus yeah, his 10. He, yeah, he had a 77 and a whole bunch of rounds in the 60s. <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah. he hit five balls in the water on Saturday. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Hey, I've, I've done that on a Sunday many times. So um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, it, that course is amazing. I obviously very private. I already asked a few people at the golf course yesterday. Um, it'd be so fun to go down there and try and play that thing. But I love the description some of the players use, like. You know, it just laughs when you show up to play it because you're going to get your ass kicked. And, you know, it's just such a tough course. And it was fun to watch. Um, I agree. I think, um, you know, watching, f for me, watching professional players um, talk to a caddy and, and, and they're being told, you're going to have to play this out to the left. You got to keep it out to the left. And they're kind of having a debate about it a little bit. And they try to do something that they shouldn't have done. And the ball ends up <laughs> 45 feet away from the pin. Uh, short-sighted and impossible up and down uh that's that's fun golf i think it's just a lot of fun to watch yeah well a couple of the holes you know the forced carries and it was stroke and distance you know because yeah. you know i think 16 the par four uh and then it, there was one early on i think 13 maybe where they kind of have to go over the water because if they fall back they, they can't get there and it's how just, much you want to how much you want to bite off right yeah yeah make it, it really was how, how confident are you in your swing and, um, you know, that's where Cameron Smith and you saw Horschel with his white pants hit it. It skipped out of the water. Luckily, he made a great bogey um, yeah. on that hole. Um, just I, I thought it was great. You know, Hovland started out good. Uh, Horschel had that was tied for the lead early um, and then just made a bogey at the same time. Then Mark made a bird in the next hole. Uh, Webb Simpson played good. Kepka, you know, it, it looked like he was really uncomfortable on Saturday. Um, his I mean, every shot he was he was tweaking his neck and his back. Um, I thought Horschel, he's, he was, he was mic'd up, or at least he was talking a lot like Jordan does. And I really enjoyed his commentary. I mean, every time you hit it, Billy, 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 you know, like he just kept saying to himself, but he was, he was good. And I, I, I want to say this. I, I really like NBC crew better than I like CBS crew and I CBS crew is good, but I just thought maybe because it was, it was Azinger's home course. Mm. He didn't, 
he didn't tell you 55 times like Dan Hicks did at Wingfoot that he was a member there. Uh, the other guys did, but I just felt like he, and you heard Morikawa give him the hat tip at the end saying, you know, he, he gave me a little short game lesson about the way the greens react around here. I don't Is know, that Tariko cool. also on there? Mike Tariko or no? Uh, Dan Hicks, uh, Gary Cook, or Gary Coke, Gary Hoke, um, Bones, and uh, John Burns, Nota Begay. Nota Begay, yeah. And uh, Faraday. I think Tariko does do sometimes when they have the majors or the, or the big Maybe the big ones, yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll be on at the uh, TPC. He'll be on and doing the uh, clubhouse interviews and things like that. Him and Jimmy Roberts. But really, really good, good tournament. And then they go to Bay Hill next, right? Yep. And then uh, TPC. Press, and right? Yeah. Um, another side note in golf, uh, if you guys are done with WGC, shout out to Annika Sorenstam. 50 years old, hasn't played competitive golf in 12 years, mm. plays in the event in Florida at age 50, makes the cut, finished last in the tournament, but made the cut at age 50, hadn't played competitive golf in 12 years. That was pretty impressive. That's cool. And you know her bad round list? She, she shot a 79, which... <laughs> that was her high round? If that's her, if that's her awful round, I mean, right? You know, that's not too yeah. bad. Um, we, we didn't say that the tribute on Sunday was kind of cool about the, uh, the guys wearing red and black. Uh, mostly it was, it was Nike guys. Um, a couple guys did change. I did. Did you see Phil Nicholson out in the senior? Did you hear a story? He, he, he said he had to go buy a red shirt. He's never owned a red shirt. He had to go buy one. And then he put a black, uh, black, uh, kind of jacket over it. Like, and do you know why he did that, Todd? Uh, I don't know why. You hear why he did it? That's why I said he's never owned a red shirt. Right. But they were playing in Tucson. Phil went to school where? Oh, okay. <laughs> Phil went to State. He said he said every shirt he found had an A on it, and he uh, said I just couldn't wear. He goes, it was one thing to wear the red shirt for my friend and our ambassador Tiger. I just couldn't yeah, yeah. wear his A. So that's, it, awesome. that's why he wore that black sweater the whole time because he didn't want the the Arizona A that was on the shirt to show. Nice. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's a awesome. true devil. True devil, right there. Yep. So I thought that was, that was really good. Um, but great, great. And, you know, it wasn't just, uh, it wasn't just golfers. A lot of the tribute from a lot of the other sports athletes, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the basketball players that play golf, the Steph Curry's and the uh, people the, like that. The staff at the, uh, the, the tournament in Puerto Rico, all the greens crew wore red and black. I don't know if you saw that picture. Oh, did they? That's great. Yeah. That's cool. Um, all right, guys. Um, NBA, uh, just look at the standings. Once again, I don't follow the NBA much. Philadelphia up in the east, uh, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, New York Knicks in fourth place. New York Knicks are in fourth place, only four and a half games back. Uh, then you got Miami, Boston, Toronto, and Charlotte, all just one game behind fifth. So tight, tightly benched. Uh, Utah, best team in basketball right now, 27-7. Lakers, Clippers, Phoenix, uh, Spurs, Portland, Denver, and Golden State are your top eight. Todd, I believe your coach in Atlanta got fired Today. Yeah, new new uh, new coaches Nate McMillan, right? The old, oh. supersonic, the old supersonic, yeah. Yeah, hey, I'll throw in yeah. on the NBA. Mm. I listened to the uh, Barkley interview on Simmons. So if it's, you haven't heard it, good, good, it, it was the best. Yeah, it was really good. So February sixteenth episode. I just I, I told you, man. It's, he's funny, but he he was you know the way he can jump from current to previous. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, 
talking about how Kevin McHale's the best basketball player he's ever played against in his life. Defensively, yeah, like you could not. It was unbelievable. And then uh, Moses Malone straightening his ass out as a 290 pound, six foot five rookie. rookie. You're going, yeah. you're fat and you're lazy. <laughs> That's what he has. And uh, yeah. he dropped uh, down to 250 was his playing weight after that. So did you listen to it one morning when you were on a walk? Yep, it was a Saturday. Yep, long walk. Good, good. Um, college basketball, guys, we had a, a change at the top. Uh, Gonzaga still undefeated, 24 and 0, uh, but Baylor loses their first game. They lose at Kansas on uh, Saturday night um, in the fog, Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, Michigan jumps up to number two. They're just one loss uh, after they beat Ohio State on the road and beat who did they beat this weekend? They beat Iowa. Um, and, uh, so Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, Illinois, Iowa. So three big 10 teams in the top five as Ohio state loses three in a row, they lose to Michigan, Michigan state and Iowa at home uh, yesterday, West Virginia, Todd, good for the Gators because West Virginia is up to number six. Um, so that, that will give some credit points because remember Florida won at West Virginia, uh, OSU four, Bama five or Bama, Bama eight, Houston and Villanova is your top 10. A um, couple other SEC teams in there, but mostly it's big 10 and big 12 that are at the top of the rankings. We are one week till the end of the season. Next Sunday is the last regular season game. Then we go into league tournaments and then we head to Indy for the. Uh, didn't Florida March have a big win? I, I hope that wasn't last week. I know it was at the beach, but didn't we have a, a pretty Florida big one on Saturday, Florida won at Kentucky. At Which almost Reed. never happens, right? I don't care how <laughs> you got to take it and run, right? So, so yep. for the tournament, I heard a, heard a great idea. They should have a first in little mini four tournament. Duke, With Carolina, the Kentucky, and Louisville. <laughs> let, them, let them play and the winner gets in the Why tournament. Not? They've earned it, right? They've earned I think it. Carolina's going to get in now. Duke, uh, Duke, Louisville's kind of on the bubble. Uh, I'm not sure. Is UCLA going to make it in? Not sure. Yeah. Uh, Indiana, amazing. that would be that would be. That would be fun to call it the uh, <laughs> yeah. the wooden open or something like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, hard to believe. Um, NHL, uh, Tampa back on the top in the east. Uh, Tampa, Florida, Chicago, Carolina. Blue Jackets lost five in a row. Uh, six, six points now out of fourth. Um, so they got some work to do. Washington, Boston, Islanders, Philadelphia uh, with Pittsburgh on the outside looking in. Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Montreal with Calgary on the outside and Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis and Colorado with the Kings uh, just one point out of fourth spot. Um, what's the, the, are they going to start letting fans in down there? We're going to start letting a thousand fans into the Blue Jackets games here in Columbus, I believe, starting in March. Bill, you heard anything down there about? Uh, Mal, what, Mal's a season ticket holder. You going, you going to any uh, lightning games soon? Uh, no, and they are, they haven't made a decision yet as to when yeah. they're going to let people in. As yeah. of right now, both the Raptors playing their NBA games there and the Lightning are still not letting anybody in. That's really weird. I mean, yeah. here in Florida, things have been kind of lax. You know, you figured they'd have figured well, out a way to get a couple thousand people in there. I mean, they're aren't they allowing fans at Sawgrass in two weeks in Jacksonville? Did I dream that or just a couple maybe thousand? Maybe a limited fans? number, maybe. maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, I know that like the but Rays, I know I've Rays also had, you know, spring ahead. training just started here. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I've had Yankee spring training tickets for 10, 11 years. Uh, 
they're letting 25% capacity. And they took, they sent all the spring training season ticket holders in a letter that said, listen, we're just going to have a random draw. If you get picked, you can have your seats. If you don't, we'll promise your seats again in 2022, but it's the only fair way to do it. And we didn't get chosen. Um, they had a handful of uh, seven game uh, short packages that they made available to people who were not season ticket holders. Uh, and I heard from one of my clients today, because they texted me, said, are you at the game? And I said, no. Um, and they have the seats that you can't sit in uh, uh, strapped closed. Mm. Well, keeps so them, they're, keeps, they're keeps keeping, they're keeping people very separated uh, and there's only 25%. And she said that the, the stadium today, their second spring training game, at least the Yankee spring training game, there was like nobody there. I know yesterday the, uh, today they had 25%. Yeah, the Rays sold out in five minutes. <laughs> Whatever tickets they had left for the general public for the entire spring were gone in five minutes. So, oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Ryan has gotten tickets. He went to his first game Friday. The, the Mississippi State started on the road in, in Arlington. They played against a bunch of the Texas teams, uh, A&M, Texas Tech, and somebody else, Houston, maybe whatever. Um, but he got to go a Friday night to see him play Jackson State. And they won. They only let 300 students in. And then he got tickets for this coming Friday versus Texas Tech. He said, he said, dad, it's the best. He says it, the, like the whole city is behind the baseball team. And it's, you know, like that is their sport. And wow. um, so he's gotten in uh, twice, but they, they, they log in on Monday morning. And then basically if there's any home games and they basically just pick 300 people per thing and give them the tickets. And uh, so, and he, he went, he's going to go Friday. So, uh, you know, and, and tickets, I think, you know, they could sell them to other students. Uh, for decent money. So that's kind of exciting. Um, in the NFL boys. Sean, yeah. Go ahead, Mel. Back back to the Lightning. I just I just Googled it. The Lightning and Raptor games are now open to limited amount of players, friends, and family. Mm. The, the family and friends already in uh, that, that were allowed in are going to be allowed in and they're going to work their way back to allowing actual fans into the games. Okay. So the Rays, it's business as usual, right? For the Rays? No. Friends and family? I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> That's, that reminds me of the, I got the, it. The, the classic Todd Meininger style joke where it's like, uh, yeah, I left my Rays tickets on the dash of my car. Somebody broke in and left two more. But I'm fine. That's good. Uh, NFL guys, JJ Watt to Cardinals. JJ Watt to United. It feels so good, right? That's weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, million should have gone to the Steelers or the Bucks or I don't know. Just felt like it. You know, play with his brother. Reunited with who? Huh? Uh, the receiver. Well, who's the receiver though? It used to be for the uh, Texans. Is now in the Cardinals. Um, oh yeah, duh. I know you're talking about DeAndre. Oh, I know you're talking about. Is DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're reunited. But the Lightning, excuse me, the, the Buccaneers, both Brady and Mike Evans are reworking their contracts so they can sign more players. Nice. That, Brady's done that his entire Wait, career. What a, what a guy, Brady. What a guy. <laughs> we love him. We love that guy. Right? Yeah. And he talked Mike Evans, who's got the largest contract on the team, to do it as well. 
That's awesome. Yep, good for them. Smart. Get right? another. Get another ring. Come on, boys. You're Look at him. He's got the taste, and now he's now just getting greedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd, how about a little EPL update? Oh, uh, it's it's Man City's to lose at this point. Uh, so, yeah, Man City's to lose. So uh, keep your eye on the uh, relegation and um, and the European uh, chases. But um, yeah, so I think. England's pretty close to allowing fans, but they may ride this season out. Um, but yeah, so it's fun. Um, Liverpool actually won. They beat number 20 Sheffield United the other day, thank goodness, to break a four-game losing streak, which is unheard of in Merseyside. So but yeah, Man City's just killing it. Sunderland update, please. Oh, that thank you for asking. Oh, in a huge uh three-game stretch, they they were playing three of the bottom of the table teams, they won twice and tied once. So they took seven out of nine available points and they got two winnable games uh, tomorrow and Saturday. So maybe next time we talk, they'll be in the automatic promotion zone. That's the top two teams automatically get promoted Ooh. right now. They're in the uh, playoff zone. Again, there's plenty of games left to be played, but uh, they send to be, they seem to be trending in the right direct direction. So Sunderland till I die, boys. Let's, let's get nice. back to the championship league, right? Yep. Nice. Very good. Very good. All right. And um, our friend, uh, we spoke about him in the, in the uh, green room. Uh, Ted Lasso won the Golden Globe. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. So if you have not, if you're a listener and you have not watched Ted Lasso, please oh. do so. All right, guys. Uh, light light week. Um, think, thankfully, we had some Tiger to talk about, but good golf and we got a bunch of good golf coming over the next few weeks we're getting into the springtime where you're going to start seeing the masters commercials um on the cbs basketball tournament because you won't see them on the nbc because nbc has you know golf for the next uh next month until they get to uh until they get to augusta so let's go around the horn and see what is going on mal what do you got coming up this week uh what do we got going on this week i have a a great buyer uh, consultation tomorrow with uh, a family that I met nine years ago. Uh, they bought a small house. Mike has done exceptionally well. He re they reached out and we've stayed in touch, but he reached out after nine years and I'm meeting with himself, his wife, his son, his daughter, his son-in-law and his daughter-in-law. He wants to buy a large parcel of property to build a family compound where all of his family can live. So we're going to start doing that starting tomorrow. Uh, he's also, a, Mike's a terrific guy. He's been a supporter at Quantum Leap Farm forever. Uh, so we're going to do that. We have two listings that we're getting ready to bring onto the market. One of them by Babe Zaharias Golf Course here in Tampa. Um, and another one about a five acre piece of property out in Wesley Chapel. And then Sean, I'm going to get up earlier than I normally do. I'm going to work harder than I normally do. And I'm going to show up every day a little longer than I normally do because it's really challenging to find our, especially our first time home buyers homes. Uh, mm -hmm. So we have to do a little bit extra. I'm calling in every favor I know from every listing agent I can think of and just networking with as many people as possible. Uh, 
to try to find that one off-market house that we might be able to buy before it hits the market for some of our clients who are um, who are struggling at the moment. Trying to uh, the inventory is just crazy low. Yeah, I I hope it goes uh, uh, hope it goes up, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. I don't know what the market likes where you are, but it's terrible here. Yeah, it's it's it. You know, once again, it's it's super challenging, and uh, everyone's getting a little little on edge. And you know, I don't like to see that. I like to see the agents working together instead of against each other. Um, but kind of every man for himself. So it's it's challenging. I think just having empathy for the clients, making sure they know we're we're doing our best and we're 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 turning rocks and and shaking shaking nests and, and doing that. So Todd, how about you, bud? What do you got coming up this week? So Sean, uh, business as usual for us, um, really focusing on, um, on closing jobs that, that, that we have influence over. Um, discretionary work is also a, a big, a big uh, a focus. So as, as Mal says, you know, get up, show up, do the work, right? Um, I think it's pretty universal, um, certainly where I am. So and what I do, um, super like, not tanned, um, burnt, rest and ready after a nice uh, weekend, <laughs> weekend at the beach. So ready to go. And uh, really kind of reflective that um, it's, we're coming on a year since the world shut down, right? So it was mid-March when the world shut down and I, I couldn't believe wake up this morning, it was March 1st. I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. But uh, kind of proud and happy of everyone because there's been some complaints and flaws and not everyone did it the right way. But overall, um, you know, we, most people have sacrificed and I'd like to think uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and um, super glad that people are getting vaccinated and uh, hopefully um, this is a distant memory that, uh, you know, we can uh, talk about the old days of Mount Rushmore because there's no, right? So super, super proud where we're, where we're at um, and looking, looking forward to, to, to better days continuing. So, yeah, for sure. You know, it's funny. I mean, you know, we're, we're a year removed from no sports and we can't even kind of, none of us really have our finger on the pulse of the NBA. We don't, we're not really watching it NHL and, you know, obviously there's time and, and, and business we're, we're busy. So Bill, how about you, bud? What, what's going on and who's on your show tomorrow morning? So tomorrow morning, I stay with the Greater, greater Tampa Realtors, and I, I interview the CEO, Dennis McDonald. So Fantastic. I know Anthony knows him well. Um, interesting guy and a South Florida native, so a native Floridian. Uh, Anthony, he mentioned today that there is less than a month of inventory <laughs> in your uh, MLS right now. Well, that's unbelievable. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's Dennis. And then um, uh, the rest of this week, you know, we're, uh, we're <laughs> no rest for the weary. We, we set a record for U.S. revenue, you know, which was really cool. And, and now, of course, that means the goals go up much higher for next month. So that's how it works. <laughs> well done. Keep performing. <laughs> well done. Go get more. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're uh, life as a salesman, right, Bill? Yeah, there it is. So. John. Good. Uh, I have, um, I start tomorrow, uh, I have 16 coaching sessions between now and the end of Friday um, with, with agents. Uh, we're, we're focused on Cincinnati this month, although I, I'm working with, uh, with an individual agent out of uh, Vermont. I'll talk to, start my day with her. 
Um, having a great Carps Corner conversation with Katie Day, one of the rising stars, kind of nice. in the Cobble Banker social uh, circle. That's tomorrow night at seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock. She's a, a, a rising star out of Houston. Uh, really grasped the social, especially the Instagram uh, channel. Um, more coaching Wednesday, uh, meeting with a young man who I met in Pinehurst, uh, who lives here in Columbus and is thinking about getting into real estate. So we're going to have a, a beer on Wednesday night, talk to him about the, the ins and outs of the business. Um, got invited Bill to be on Jackie Soto's team meeting on Saturday, on uh, oh. Thursday, just to drop in, do like a little 10 minute gig. And then I'm speaking to Amy Shrew's uh, Better Homes and Gardens Fusion uh, event on Thursday afternoon. So that should be fun. Mel, I might reach out to you and uh, see if I can run through my slides like I did my my 21, a brand new deck. It's called the 3C Highway, how to go from customer to client to closed. Mm. Um, and uh, the kind of the journey of a getting business, getting them in contract and, and, and getting to the end of the table. Um, and then finish up Friday with more coaching sessions before the weekend. So we got, we got a weather forecast here in Columbus of sunshine every day. Temperatures might top out about 50, but sunshine, and we did have 60 yesterday. So um, snow is pretty much melted. We should have golf courses, at least uh, the gray course should be open for a play later this week under some cold, chilly conditions. I think the wind chill today was probably in the high 20s, so was, but sunshine. So it makes a big difference. <laughs> it makes a big difference. And uh, listen, good talking to you guys on, on behalf of myself, Bill Risser, Anthony Malafronte, and Todd Meininger. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.